What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the Giants Nation podcast. I'm your host, Justin Roman, and guys, I hope everyone is having a wonderful Friday afternoon. Um, <clears throat> uh, guys, um, uh, so, um, I can't believe we're almost, we're almost done with the month of June. Oh my god, the NFL season is coming here quick guys we are we're only two months away from from uh, the preseason to start um nfl preseason starts on uh, august 3rd we're gonna be having the new york jets playing the cleveland browns oh my god um so yeah um but guys on came back I want to come I came on here just because I, I wanted to talk about the Giants uh offense really quick uh quick you know I've been really uh been really I've been really on top of the Giants offense for the past I don't know few days um but <clears throat> um you know we're you know in today's game you know you gotta score points and that's why I keep on mentioning the Giants offense because, you know, if you want to win now today's game, you need to put up points. You need your offense to show up in every game, especially you need, you need your offense to show up in every game as possible, you know, because, you know, the game has changed so much throughout the years. Um, so yeah. Um, I want to talk about, you know, um, I want to talk about the Giants wide receivers, um, and a lot of just, and the reason why I want to talk about the Giants receivers is because the Giants really haven't had, it's been a while since the Giants have actually had a really, uh, decent wide receiving core, you know, a wide receiving core that you can say, oh, this is a wide receiving core that can be a really good one for a long time, you know, I mean, you, you look at the, you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, they have Patrick Mahomes and Justin Watson and Travis Kelsey, you see the Eagles have Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown and, and uh, Devontae Smith, um, you look at the Cowboys, they have Dak Prescott, C.D. Lamb, um, obviously, you know, the big question is, do the Giants have any top talent on the offensive side? You, you know, you got, you know, you got Darren Waller who went healthy. We all know how, we all, we all know, we all know how good of a tight end Darren Waller is when he's healthy. You know, um, he's arguably a top, he's arguably a top three, top four tight end in the league when healthy. Um, you got Paris Campbell, not a scrub. The guy can play. Darius Slayton, you guys heard me say, you guys heard everything I had to say about Darius Slayton. I thought, I thought Darius Slayton did every, I thought everything he did last year, I thought he did enough to prove that he deserves another shot to be at the Giants. You know, I mean, even though his numbers, his receiving numbers weren't that impressive, he still showed up. And besides, the Giants, you know, Darius, you know, the Giants, Offense last season wasn't all that great, but it wasn't that bad either. You know, um, obviously you got Saquon Barkley 
And then you got Daniel Jones. You know, and I feel like I think I think you know, obviously, a lot of people, a lot of people will would would question to put the. A lot of people will laugh to even if I if some everyone would laugh to even hear to hear Daniel Jones' name be up with the guy with to be up with names like Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts and you know guys who have guys who've made it to the Super Bowl. But what people don't understand, Jalen Hurts, he he was given something that Daniel Jones was never given in four years. Jalen Hurts was given a great wide receiving court. Daniel Jones never had that. Now he is. Jalen Hurts was playing behind one of the best offensive lines. Daniel Jones never had that. Now he is. Jalen Hurts has a head coach in Nick Sirianni, who at first I thought was, I thought he was going to be a clown the way he acted. He's clearly a good head coach. Daniel Jones never had that. Now he is. And we see the we see how good Daniel Jones can be when you give him a good offensive line. You know, when you you know well, I, well I'm not gonna say the Giants offensive line last year was good because it wasn't. You know, the Giants offensive line is still young. It is still getting better, but there's a lot of there's a lot of talent. Andrew Thomas, he's already proven to be Andrew Thomas, he's already proved everyone that he's one of the best love tackles in the NFL. Andrew Thomas, uh Andrew, Andrew Thomas, Evan Neal, he's gonna take a big leap in his second year. You know? It's no surprise Evan Neal struggle. He's a rookie. Every rookie's gonna struggle in some way. You know, John Michael Schmitz. One of the best center, one of the best uh, centers in this year's in this year's draft class. Is he going to struggle? Absolutely, he's a rookie, you know. But that's why you know that's how you get better. You learn from your mistakes, you know. Um, we have a lot of talent, you know. Mike Kafka's Mike Kafka's coming back as the new offense coordinator. Uh, that's the offensive coordinator. Um, I'm just excited, you know. Um, I feel like if Daniel Jones can show up, you know, if he can, if he can take a team, if he can take an, an average Giants team to the playoffs, it's very obvious, this, this New York Giants team, this New York Giants team can be much better, and if Daniel Jones can do what he did last season, he could be a much better quarterback. You know, um, but you know, people are not gonna mention his name because people don't believe in Daniel Jones. Everyone believes, you know, everyone, 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 like a lot of people, they bring up a lot of names. Brian Dayball, he won the Giants the game. The defense won the Giants the game. Saquon Barkley, they don't mention the, they don't mention Daniel Jones. They, the, everyone acts like he, he's a ghost. Like he doesn't, he, like he doesn't have an appearance on this roster. He does, and he will, and everyone's going to respect him, you know, and he's going to show everyone why he is a 40, why he is a $40 million quarterback, you know, because he is, you know, like you, you guys heard me say this before, Daniel Jones, he was supposed to be one of the later round picks, and the later round picks are, those are usually the picks that are the ones 
the quarterbacks that usually get picked in the later rounds, those are the ones that are actually the ones going to succeed because they don't have to deal with a lot of pressure like all these quarterbacks that get picked so early in the draft because there's so much pressure. Everyone expects you to be so great, but in reality, you're not going to be great because it's the NFL. The NFL is a total different level from college. You are not going to go in the NFL and just hit a home run in the ballpark. It's not like that. The NFL is a total different game. You, the, the, the way coaches coach are different. The way the the way the players are, they're different. Like you're not going up against college kids. You're not going up against high school kids. You're going up against grown men who are literally who are literally are looking to take you down. You know, this is not like college. Once you're in the NFL, you are all by yourself. You don't have not you have no one but your family to depend on. You know? It's tough. You know, it's tough. But we're getting off topic here. Um obviously a lot of you guys wanted me to talk a lot of you guys were wondering if the Giants a lot of you guys wanted me to talk about the Giants wide receiving core, if it's gonna be better or this year, or is there, or is it going to be uh, worse this year? Look at. Here's what I would say. When I look at this wide receiving core, it's very obvious, and a lot, you know, the media they've been saying it too. This wide receiver, this this receiver group, appears to be, appears to have much more speed, and it's a much deeper wide receiver group than a year ago, which is a good sign, you know, because it's not, it's not bad to have depth on your roster. You need depth just in case injuries happen, you know, and I, and I think, I think Joe, you know, give credit to Joe Shane, you know, cause I thought, I think Joe Shane has done a, has done an excellent job, you know, creating depth and finding players that are good enough to to uh to hold this off to keep this offense up and not down. Um, look at um obviously the Giants have lacked an alpha wide receiver since they traded Ob um Odell Beckham Jr. to the Browns <clears throat> ahead of the 2019 NFL Draft. An attempt to you know to uh, rectify that situation during the 2021 offseason was thwarted, you know, by reality after both free agent additions, Kenny Galladay and first round pick Darius Tony has little no has little to no impact on the 2022 Giants under rookie head coach Brian Dayball. Excellent look at excellent coach here's what I would say. Excellent coaching, play calling, scheming, and a fourth year quarterback limiting mistakes and developing his game literally gave this Giants team a functional wide receiver group. You know, oh, oh yeah, gave a, a, gave the Giants a functional wide receiver group despite several critical injuries to the position. The Giants lost Colin Johnson, who I think is a prom. I think Colin Johnson, to me, he's a promising big-bodied receiver. You know, they lost him in training camp. Sterling Shepard tore his ACL in week three. Rookie, uh, rookie wide receiver Wando Robinson. He also tore his ACL after his first 100-yard game in Week 11. 
And Kadarius Tony was traded to the Chiefs for what would amount to the 100th pick in the draft, which turned into star tight end Darren Waller. You know, the, the midseason acquisition acquisition of Isaiah Hodgins. I feel like I feel like the I feel like getting Isaiah Hodgins and allowed the Giants to develop a formidable quick uh, game passing attack out of, out of 11 personnel late last season. The decision to retain Hodgins was an easy one for Joe Shane, but resigning uh, 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 resigning the 2022 receiving yards leader Darius Slayton wasn't assured. You know, Slayton, you know, is the most consistent face of this Giants receiving corps since Dave Gutterman chose him out of Auburn in the in the fifth round of the 2019 draft. Buried on the depth chart last year, it seemed like Slayton would not make the roster post-training camp. However, you know, this guy took advantage of the Giants injury situation at the position. You know, Slayton is a, he's a microcosm of a, um, a uh, meritorious culture cultivated by Joe Shane and Brian Dayball. His career has, I would say, I would say Darius Slayton, I would say Darius Slayton's career has been has has seen peaks and valleys, but his presence was essential to to the success of the Giants last season. The Giants offense drank la- the Giants offense was, was ranked last in explosive plays in 2022. Darius Slayton alone had 14 explosive plays, which included 20 plus yards, and in the playoffs included. You know, that's that that that's the most any other Giants receiver had. Was three, you know. Obviously, the key losses, you know, the Giants lost Richie James, they lost Kenny Galladay, they lost Marcus Johnson, but you know, obviously they added Paris Campbell. Jalen, uh, they added Paris Campbell, drafted Jalen Hyatt, added Jeff Smith, added Jameson Crowder, and drafted Bryce Ford Wheaton. Look at, I think, I think, I think. I think this uh, question could go either way. The Giants wide receiving core could be better and it could be worse. Here's why it could be better. The Giants had a multi-dimensional talent to their wide receiver corps. Not only did they retain crucial 2022 contributors, Darius Slayton and Isaiah Hodgins, but they also added an explosive playmaker in Paris Campbell, a special teams ace in Jeff Smith, and a savvy slot uh, veteran who could return punts in Jamison Crowder. Selecting 2022 Billy Knopf Award uh, recipient Jalen Hyatt, who I'm very excited to see once preseason comes in. Don't worry, I'm going to watch every snap thrown to Jalen Hyatt. You know, Jalen Hyatt got drafted uh, drafted in the third round after almost choosing him in the second was a victory and rolling the dice on a size and speed threat like undrafted free agent Bryce Ford Wheaton is a wise gamble. The additions, you know, I just feel like the additions bolster the Giants' ability to generate explosive plays, which was, you know, the offense's, which was um, the critical vulnerability for this offense last season. Jalen Hyatt averaged 18.9 yards per catch in college. That's 1.1 yards shy of an explosive play per catch. That obviously that won't directly translate in the, uh, to the NFL field, especially coming out of 
uh, Josh uh, Hupel's uh, uh, offense at Tennessee. But Hy- Jalen Hyde's presence should theoretically uh, help the Giants stretch the field. Now, Giant, look at Giants fans should be excited about Jalen Hyatt and, what, and um, what his future can be in New York. But Paris Campbell should agenda uh, elation for the former Indianapolis Colt. Has you know this Paris Campbell has un, uh, unrealized talent. You know um, he spent much of his uh, first contract injured with various PCL, MCL, and pedal foot strains and um, and sprains. You know um. The 20, you know, uh, Paris Campbell, who uh, who's still pretty young, you now he's 25 years old, had his first healthy season last year. But you know, the Colts quarterback situation was it was a mess. You know, uh, with the creator mind, I feel like with the creator minds of Mike Kafka and Brian Dayball, a talent like Paris Campbell can be used all over the offense. Even though per- even though Paris Campbell is on a one-year deal, I feel like reuniting him with Mike Rowe, who is. You know, I just feel like reuniting him with Mike Rose is a smart decision. Now, as the, you know, this guy, he's a very athletic receiver. I feel like, I feel like Pierce Campbell's going to want to look to capitalize on this newfound opportunity if he can stay healthy. If he, if he can stay healthy, Pierce Campbell, he'll have a gigantic role in this offense. You know, um, both Sterling Shepard and Lando Robinson are rehabbing injuries. I'm not certain what to expect from the former uh, uh, wide receiver. So, like, I don't know what to expect from Sterling Shepard. You know, his presence in the locker room is invaluable, and he seemed to be moving relatively unencumbered during the spring. Look at Wando Robinson, who I can't wait to see him back on the field. Seems a little further behind on his recovery, which sucks. Obviously, I, that you know, it, you know, it makes sense due to the timeline of both of their respective injuries. I wouldn't be shocked to see uh, Rob, uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see Wando Robinson on the PUP list to start the season, but there obviously there's still plenty of time until then. If Jeff Smith and Jamison Crowder make the team, I'll likely be, I'll like, it'll likely uh, be due to special teams ability. That's not to say they can't have impact on the offense. But that won't be their primary role since the receiver room is, you know, replete with talent and depth. You know, the Giants seem intrigued by Bryce Ford Wheaton. You know, this is the guy who I had in my mock draft who I, who I, I, I was also, I was also interested in, in getting him. I was very, I was actually shocked that no one took Bryce Young in the draft. You know, um, but, you know, this guy who is now an undrafted rookie. This guy has an uphill battle, you know, as does the other former Mount, uh, Mountaineer, David Sills. Colin Johnson is another receiver with a realistic shot to make the roster. Johnson, you know, I thought, you know, Colin Johnson impressed. Uh, he's clearly impressed his coaching staff uh, during training camp and preseason last year before suffering an Achilles injury. He is healthy and has worked with the second team offense this spring. A healthy, look at a healthy Colin Johnson could could literally give the, uh, this Giants offense a more reliable, big-bodied receiver to play opposite of Isaiah Hodgins. Now, Colin Johnson obviously will possibly have start, started over Kenny Galladay last season if he didn't suffer the injury. Now, 
Here's why the Giants off. Now, here's why the Giants receiving wide receiving core could be worse. <sighs> look at, look at this. The Giants look at this wide receiving corps for the Giants wasn't in the best place last season around this time. There were questions about um, Tony uh, Tony's commitment, Shepard's health, and many were suspicious that Jason Garrett was not Galladay's only issue. You know, there was no Isaiah Hodgins. Darius Slayton seemed like an afterthought, and flyers like Richie James and Robert Foster were sparking conversation. You know, it seemed bleak in uh, re, uh, prospect, but the Giants' 2022 spring wide receivers were still much better than the 2021 uh, Giants, uh, Giants receiving room. However, the 2023 spring wide receivers are in a different stratosphere, and that remains true despite the lack of an despite the lack of an elite wide receiver. It's a collect you know it's a collective approach, but it's a deep one. Here, look here's my final thoughts. For the first time, I feel like I feel like for the first time in a long time, the Giants have talent at the wide receiver spot. You know. The, you know, the Giants have talented, they have talented wide receivers that won't make the roster. You know, I, I just feel, I just feel like the injury to, uh, the injury to Wanda Robinson could open a roster spot for another receiver early in the season. It's great, you know, it's a great situation for the Giants who, the Giants can hold, you know, this offense can hold up, this offense can hold an open competition and allow the most qualified receivers to, uh, to, Transcend their com uh, their contemporaries, you know. New York's receiving corps. It's it's clearly, you know, this wide receiving corps is is clearly in a much better situation right now than they were last year. So that's all I gotta say. Um, but I'm ho- I'm hoping you guys know I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm a positive first person when it comes to football. I'm hoping this wide receiving core goes in the better direction. I hope I want to see this offense thrive. I want to see everyone get I want to see everyone get a a share of football around. You know, I just want I just want to see everyone. I just want to see this entire offense. Not this not just the offense. I want to see this entire team, including special teams, to rise up to the occasion. You know, that's all I want to see. You know, I want to see this team thrive each and every other game okay so that's all i gotta say about that yeah guys i hope you guys enjoyed this one um this is a pretty good topic an interesting one um yeah we're gonna we're gonna have to find out you know um uh, but i'm hoping i'm hoping that this often i'm hoping that everything i i'm hoping all the good things i said about this about the, about this offense, I'm hoping it happens because I, I I don't like to lose. But in all reality, you know you're gonna you know in all reality we at someday we should all be prepared to lose because we're not you know this is not a great team. And I'm not I'm not speaking just for the Giants. I'm not just speaking for the Giants. I'm speaking for every other team in the NFL. No team is perfect. Every team has something to struggle with because we're all human we're we're all the same it doesn't matter how doesn't matter doesn't matter the differences of the physique it doesn't like it doesn't it doesn't matter 
the differences of physicalness doesn't matter. We're all human. We'll, we'll all break if we get hit hard with something, you know, because we're all human. Doesn't matter if you take steroids, doesn't matter. Because that stuff is going to, it's going to, it's going to go away anyways. So that's what I'm saying. Um, but I hope you guys enjoyed this one. Let me know how you guys feel about my long, uh, my long talk about this topic. Thanks. I appreciate everyone for this topic. And I'll get right back at you guys. I'll keep you guys updated for more news about the New York Giants. But until then, guys, I'm out. And I wish you all, I hope you all have a wonderful, um, hope you all have a wonderful Friday. And I hope you all also have a wonderful summer weekend. Yeah. Uh, summer started yesterday. Uh, oh no, two days ago, summer started and it's just the beginning. So yeah, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Like I said, I'll keep you guys updated, but until then I'm out. Peace.